0: yo what's going on everybody it is 1 p.m here in crystal Lake, illinois it's time for another a live stream today is what's today wednesday april 13th 2023 oh boy i am uh losing track of time and losing track of days getting ready for boston and all that other stuff as i'm sure a lot of you guys are as well and also yesterday my daughter had her first track meet ever She's in junior high school track and uh, we got home like pretty late last night. So everything is just like very, very much off schedule on a lot of different fronts. But we're here now and uh, we got a package from For The Run that I've had for a little while. But, you know, I've been trying to spread out the packages to do one a day so I can give each package like a little bit more attention that it deserves. And also so that we could spread it out a little bit so we could have some more fun. Uh, Before we get into that, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast on the audio-only version. Hopefully your uh, taper week runs are going okay, whether you're tapering for Boston or whether you're tapering for London or any other marathon that's happening right now when you're listening to this. Hopefully you're feeling good. And remember, you're feeling great. Save it. Hold on to that feeling. Hold back. It's not time yet. The race is soon, but not now. And everyone watching this on YouTube later, but not live, welcome to you guys. And hopefully figuring out um, what you're going to pack uh, isn't going to be too complicated. But if it is getting complicated, you're in the right spot. Because I think this is the number one podcast to listening to while you're trying to figure out what to pack for your next marathon. So, you know, I think you're in the right spot. All right, let's see who we got in the, in the chat. Uh, Luke, so today's April 12th. It is? Whoops. Oh, it's April 12th. <laughs> I told you I lost track of time. Uh, yeah, it is April 12th. Oh man, Dark Kick says, yeah, you're, you mean April 12th, you really are, let's be good days. Ah, uh, that's what it is. That's what it is, yeah. Uh, Shannon says, I feel like it's Christmas time in the co-house recently. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that part of it is uh, before Boston, a lot of people like to uh, send out stuff. I have some partners that I'm working with to uh, fund the trip for me to go to Boston. So I've got them sending me stuff as well. And you know, there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And then, You know, it's been unusual. I think I mentioned it before. I feel like, I think part of it's got to be supply chain related, but I feel like there's just a lot more shoes that are coming out at this time of the year than are normally out this time of the year. And so, like, I'm just a lot busier than I normally am for right now. So, um, Martha says, your pitch is about, this is the number one podcast to listen to a while. Yeah, remind me of Bob and Brad. That's what what I'm going for. I love those guys. Um, They help me out a lot. And so I feel like their videos helped me out a lot, you know, not them personally, but their videos did. And so, uh, you know, I, I need a little bit of that energy. I feel like that should go. I'm trying to think of one to have every day, like the number one running podcast to listen to in the background while you're. It's not very succinct, but, you know, I need to have lots of different like sub niches for me to get to be able to reasonably claim that number one title. You know? um, Nathan Dur- Dunham says, Hey everyone, finally made the live and not just the replay. Well, welcome to you, Nathan. What what is this? Well, you got a, you've got like a little uh picture here of a bib. What is it? Monument 10K? Oh, nice. Alan Lu said finish my taxes while listening to the live stream. This is the, you are <laughs> this is in fact the number one running podcast to listen to in the background while you are doing your taxes. Many people have said that. So, you know. That, there we go. Um, guys, uh, it is an absolutely beautiful day here in Crystal Lake. It was a gorgeous day yesterday. And um, let's see who, who was saying something about the weather. Um, Someone was saying it's really nice in New York as well. Um, but here's the thing I'm worried about the weather for Boston. It keeps changing. It looked like it was going to be overcast, maybe a little bit of light rain and a tailwind now it looks like it's going to be heavy rain with uh, mostly headwind i don't know it just keeps changing i don't i really don't know what to pack i'm gonna have to start packing tonight because my daughter has another track meet tomorrow so that's going to make me out, stay out late too and then i'm leaving friday morning right so um yeah i just i just don't know like am i gonna need a jacket i'm probably i need i'm gonna need to bring a poncho um do i bring do I pull a bramka and bring throwaway shoes as well as throwaway clothes? I don't know. I just don't I don't just know what to bring. Um and then I was thinking today like, you know, I'm not I'm going to be running hard, but you know, we've been talking about our 255 group in in the the live stream here, those of us who want to run together uh on Monday. And uh you know, if it gets nasty, but it's still not just not nasty enough, you know, to like completely like scrap the day. Like if it's a two is the 2018 type of weather, then it's just like, man, you know, we're not, we're not going to shoot for PRs, but here's what I think we should do. If, uh, if we, if we have like kind of a headwind on Monday, you know, everyone talking behind, I'm not that big a guy, but tucking behind me, I'll take the wind. Cause I'm not sh- really shooting for a PR T- tomorrow's house. Monday's house money for me. You know, I hit my PR in Tokyo. So I'm like, Hey, let's, let's go. Um, maybe we could pull some people through to some PR. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's what we'll do. Um, Lollapie wants to know what button up are you going to be throwing away? You know, I just remembered that I bought a set of throwaway clothes for Tokyo. Like I went on Amazon, I bought like a a zip up hoodie and um, sweatpants from like Hanes or something, 20 bucks top and bottom each. Um, So I might, I might bring that, but I think also bringing a poncho. I might, see if i get a clear poncho so i can run in it if i need to do that you know so i don't know it's not going to be a a button up you know it'll be i don't know i don't know i have no idea what it's gonna be t-town fan wants to know what do they do with the throwaway clothes and shoes my understanding is they collect them all and donate them to charity uh i don't remember i think at chicago they say that they wash them first and then donate them to charity rather than like dumping off at charity like thousands of pounds of dirty, sweaty clothes. So I'm not sure if they do that at Boston. I haven't paid that close attention. Shannon says, isn't it rare to have a tailwind heading into Boston? I've been planning on headwinds regardless. You know, I always just love the headwinds, a tailwind so much, I always hope for it. I don't know. Um, Stephanie says, what event did you run at or meet? Oh my goodness. They had to run so many. I didn't. So I got there late um, because I had to take my other daughter to gymnastics class. So I got there late. And um, this place is like halfway between like here and grandma's house. It was really far that we had to go to yesterday. And um, I got there late and I didn't realize she had run the mile, which was the first meet of the the event of the meet. And then she said she came in last, but she said that there weren't a lot of girls I wanted to do the mile. So she, there wasn't that big of a race, she said. And then um, I saw her run a 400 meter, an 800 meter, which immediately after that was the four by one, which she also ran. She ran yeah. anchor leg. And then, yeah, so those are the three that she ran four, eight, four by one, and a mile. So she did four events. I was worried that they, cause she's a fifth grader and goes from fifth to eighth grade. And I was worried that they weren't going to get her in any events at all because there's just so many kids, but yeah, they did. They did a lot. They did a lot. So, um, yeah, but it was good. I mean, she did much better in her other events. So, you know, it was a good day for her. Mark says, well, that's way too many races. That's what I said. I was like, Oh, I don't know. I shouldn't have yelled at her so hard to, to kick at the end had i known she had, was going to do so many events that day um yeah so i i, I was re- I, I wasn't yelling at her but i was cheering for her you know what i mean <laughs> so so yeah um but she has another i mean on, th- on thursday i think it's just all the same kids all the same schools like six schools they just rotate around um yeah sean marshall says i say exhaust the children don't hold back a sleeping child is a happy parent a sleeping Child is a happy family. You know what I mean. So, yeah. Jason Berg says, "Do you ever do group runs around Crystal Lake? I'm in Woodstock. Do we? Is there enough people to do that? Should we do that? I feel like there was a there was a, a half marathon in Moraine Hill State Park. I feel like that could be like the better thing to do. Every, and there's an ultra in Veterans Acres Park here in Crystal Lake too." I forget what it's called. Uh, it had a, one of those names like grueling something or like ice tundra or something like that. I don't know. Maybe we can meet up at one of those races. You know? Adam says, the best advice I heard from, for sports parents is to tell them I love watching you compete today. That's a good one. I don't know that I said. I told her I was proud of her a bunch of times. I thought, I thought she did a really good job that she... Went out really hard in the four, and then we had a discussion about it when she ran the eight about how she needs to pace, and I think she did a really good job, I told her that. So yeah, she said thanks for coming a bunch of times. So, But let me tell you what, I love watching track and field, but watching three heats of a four by four from fifth through eighth graders it tests my patience. <laughs> and then she was all done afterwards, and she was like, you know what? Well, we're allowed to leave. You just have to sign me out with the coaches and then we can go. And there was like four events left. And I was like, I'm looking over and they're lining up the the 200 meter. And there's like 50 kids standing in a crowd that are about to do the 200 meters. And I was like, no, we're going to cheer on your teammates. We're going to cheer on your competitors at these other schools. You're going to see them a lot. You know, we're going to be good sportsmen, sportsmanship I don't know what the word is, you know? And, um, and then I regretted it because the 200 was really long. Although some of the kids were really fast. I was like, I don't know. I don't think I could keep up with some of these kids, the bigger kids. Like I, I would not be able to, not that I'm super fast. I'm a pretty slow guy, but I'm like, I I don't know. But, um, so we stayed until then the last meet was the sprint medley. And I was like, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. So uh, we, left, we left, we left for the last one. So, yeah. Jason Berg says, I'm doing the Crystal Lake Half Marathon this year for fun. A bunch of my parents, friends, and old running coaches are the people who organize it. You know, I almost signed up for it last year. I don't know why I did. I think we were out of town for family stuff. I think we were in Iowa that weekend. Um, But, yeah, I remember seeing that one. I think I would enjoy that one. I'm going to try to do that one this year. Um, And Ibrahim Hussein says, you should do a run club once a month in downtown. You know what? down that's a good i mean here's what i'm thinking you know i got to figure out i got to make some friends over at the crystal lake brewing they got a nice brewery downtown here and they got a huge outdoor patio area with nice fire pits and stuff that they bring out at night so i feel like you could do that maybe we can meet from there and run around um because then you can go from downtown and get on the mchenry like bike path trail thing or run around three oaks you know so there's a couple places i guess we could go i'm not sure Mm. vj sorozano says you hey you're doing great with her i remember my mom not coming to my soccer games and it made me sad uh my parents never came to anything my dad came to like one track meet and i think that was enough for him and then they i did a lot of i played a lot of baseball like when i was my daughter's age and they I, they came to like one or two games uh at first it kind of bothered me and then after a while i was like they never come anyway okay And then my wife was like really upset that she couldn't go, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna like that." <laughs> so I was like, "I think you're all right. I think you're okay." But, uh, you know, maybe it, it's good that she. If, if, I I don't know if she's gonna be able to make the one on Thursday. We'll see. Kevin Chan said, "Definitely loved having my parents stay around when I was doing sports. It really means a lot, even though I know they're bored." Well, I wasn't bored um for the when i when she was up I, I wasn't bored and she did enough events and you know pretty quick in between i didn't have to wait too much the boring part is like you know she's there with her team and like her friends and stuff and like i don't know any other parents and i'm not really all that interested in like i'm not good at socializing with the other parents i've never been good at that so um i just kind of sit there and my phone died so i i, I couldn't Which was good, I suppose, because then like being on the phone and the bleachers is not a good look either. So I was watching, you know, I mean, I recognize some of the kids from cross-country season. So it's like, you know, I cheer for them and stuff. And, you know, it's pretty quiet. So like I make sure to clap, you know, every time the kids came around. So I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Daniel Burton says, my daughter ran the 800 in eighth grade because she liked that boy that was running that day. That's a good as reason as any, you know, <laughs> whatever, gets, whatever gets you into running, you know. Um, yeah, Sean Devon says, there's an eighth grader at my daughter's school running a mile under five. Some kids have wheels. That's pretty amazing. Wow. Nice. Mark says college track was just sprinters complaining about 5k and taking taking so long. And the distance runners complaining about the 20 heats at the 200 taking so long. That's true. I remember that a lot. I remember like uh, a lot, like, I mean, usually the field people didn't complain because their events just go all day. But like, I do remember a lot of the complaining about like there, why are they even bother running the 10,000 meters? They're just jogging around the track. I remember that. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Sean Marshall says, What's the over under on total cost of misplaced items in Boston? Like, there, it's going to be a lot. Um, cause I'm bringing a lot of stuff. I, I meant to test it out for today. Maybe I'll try to test it out for tomorrow. Cause I brought some new toys to use for the live stream equipment wise. So I can hook up two cameras. So I have one camera on you guys and then one camera on like me and, uh, Nico Montana's and Ben True. So hopefully you guys are going to be there. Um, I'm not, I think we're, we're pretty close to max capacity i don't know and if you don't if you can't get a ticket you guys can come later because we're just going to hang out afterwards at 6 30 so it's not going to be super long um and uh yeah so like there's gonna be that kind of stuff i'm bringing like extra microphones just i'm bringing lots of extra stuff just in case and i feel like that's the kind of stuff that gets lost but uh, i don't know also like i'm there for a long time so like um you know, I kind of explode out of my suitcases and stuff. And then stuff ends up in drawers, under beds, on hooks. That's where stuff gets lost too. You know, I'm I intentionally didn't use the closet on this last trip um to DC because I hung up a jacket after it gotten all sweaty in Nuremberg and I I left it in there to just hang up and dry and air out. And then that's when I left it because I forgot to look in the closet one more time before I finished packing. And so I intentionally didn't leave my jacket in the closet, but I hung it on the hook in the bathroom so that it could dry out after it had rained that day. But I forgot the door opened against the wall uh, in the bathroom, and then I forgot to look behind the door to see if I had any clothes there. So I, I don't know. c-town fan says mike are you able to use your camera stick for boston i've been thinking about this a lot and i keep going back and forth on it and it's it's not permitted it's not permitted at many of the races that i do this at and i've gotten a lot of nasty grams i don't i don't tell you guys about it usually because like you know the rule the races are doing they're they're enforcing their own rules which is they're right and they're doing it nominally at least, and I'll take them at face value in the name of safety. So those are all things that are fine. So I don't like, you know, I try not to badmouth people that are and giving me a hard time for using a selfie stick. Uh, but the BAA is a very different organization and it doesn't feel like they're doing it for safety reasons. It feels like they're doing it for other reasons anyway. But, you know, I don't know. I think it, I I just have a feeling they're not going to like what I do no matter what. Because they're just, I don't know, it's this BAA and they take everything like very seriously, which is their right. But um, I don't know. I've, I've been kind of like in a bit of not despair is not the right word, but I'm just like, mm, I don't know. It's taken a, a, an edge of the joy out of it, you know, like a layer of, of happiness away from it. Because it's this thing that I've been wanting to do for a long time and everyone has come with me along the way. And I want to bring you guys there. But like, uh, I don't know. So I think I'm just, i am you know, I keep going back and forth. Uh, I think I'm like, no, I'm just going to go handheld. No, I'm going to use a selfie stick anyway. I keep going back and forth. But I also feel like even if I go handheld, they're still going to not like the video. So I'm like, I damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's kind of where I feel about it. Um, all right. right, Three away bar says, hey, I'm go- we're going to a 20K run in a few hours after I watch my son's first cross-country run relay for his grade four class. Awesome. He ran the 200K since since the start of school year and possibly 300 kilometers before the end of the school year. Oh, nice. That's a lot of running. Luke Klein says, if we're going to do a, a group run from the brewery, he says that the brewery could be a good sponsor if you throw in some airtime. Yeah, I know. I think so. Frank says, "Oh, about parents at the at the sporting events." I sure as heck didn't want my mom at cross country meets. Yeah, I don't know. I sometimes I didn't want my parents there. I just I felt like there was a lot of pressure when they were there. I don't know. All right, let me scroll down all the way to the bottom. Make sure I'm catching up with you guys. Um. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wilson says, "Can you just live stream the whole race?" Uh yeah, I don't have the batteries for that. And um. <laughs> JJ and Sienna says I'm new to the running scene. and It sounds like the BAA does not like to have fun. Uh, you know, I just think that it's a it's a race that a lot of people take very seriously, and I, so I think that they, as as stewards of that, um, have to be a little bit, you know, um. Well, I don't think they have to be that way. They have chosen to take it a certain way as stewards, you know, I I think their heart is in the right place. I think Uh, Martha says, I think you'll be fine. I think Ginoza was targeted because of the satire. Shame because it still elevates the event. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's very peculiar that they went after him for that one. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, because he was making fun of the event. He loves the event. I don't know a lot of people that like Boston more than Stephen does. That's the thing. And I think that comes through in the satire. And it just feels very, like, petty for them to have gone after Stephen. I still don't understand that. He's trying to explain it to me, but I don't know. Um, small. <laughs> Miguel says, I'm down to break you out of BAA jail, bro. I got you. Thank, thank you. I don't, you know, I don't think that there's B. I don't think there's such a thing as BAA jail. I've been trying to think about like if I did bring my selfie stick, would they stop stop me? I don't think that they would do that. I don't know. Devin says I would GoPro wrist wrap. You know, that's the it doesn't matter. I don't think they're gonna like what I do. It's not it's not the stick's not the issue. I think that's why I'm thinking I'm just gonna run without it because I don't think that the stick is the if you take the stick out of it, you know, then it's a different issue. And I still think that they're not gonna like it. Go with Oliver says if Matt has a allowed of camera crew at marathons then a selfie stick should be fine. The thing is he's not, so he's kind of like what I do, but I think you know he brings like people and bicycles, and so he, he we're doing the same concept I guess. Except I I think that I think it's very different, but I think it's fair from an outsider's perspective to say that we're doing the kind of the same thing. Um, but like yeah, so. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm coming to terms with it. Uh, yeah, Lou says, nasty grams. Who is sending you bad vibes? Uh, yeah, uh, people are. I'm not going to mention it, though. Uh, Stevie76 says, about losing stuff in hotel rooms, before I leave a hotel room, I do one last check to see if I left anything. Here's the thing, Stevie. I also do one last check to see if I left anything. And it's just, I will forget a space. That's, that's the thing, you know? I, I, I do that, too. I just can't, I can't get there. All right. Uh, Talis de Miletto says, is it Tails or Talis? I think it's Tails de Miletto says, I followed your advice on the New Balance SC Elite, and I'll be running all my races in the shoes. Daily is Nova Blast uh, 3. races the SC Elite. Speed is a Rebel version 3. I'm missing something for easy runs. Any suggestions? I mean, I do think that the Nova Blast 3 is pretty nice for easy runs. Um, but I also think that the, if you like the Nova Blast 3, either of these two shoes will be nice to add on to. Nimbus 25 or the Glide Ride 3. So I feel like those could be nice ones to add in, um, especially if you like the Nova Blast and the Rebel 3. So they're, they're nice and squishy. So those, those I'll take a look at it. Um, also, the Fresh Foam More version 4 is another one if you want for like super easy runs. Like that's also a really nice one. So, all right that was a nice palette cleanser thank you all right let's uh check out this package from for the run um i've had this one again like i said for a while and i'm i i do not know what happened to this package but it got a little bit smushed i i didn't smush it someone else smushed it so for the run for you guys who are not familiar um it's my friends sean and angie um and they've been running this business for a while. They made a really cool Chicago kit last year. Uh, I don't know if the, the white jacket. I don't know if you saw me wearing a white jacket around all weekend for Chicago. They made that one. It was really good. Um, all right. Oh, that's a nice fit. Look at it. It's like a box full of my favorite color. Everything in here is black. <laughs> it's nice. We got, oh, I, I like this. I saw this the other day and I was like, I think I'm going to buy that. But they should just let me buy it but I'm glad I have it. Run far, don't die. It's good advice. I like that one. Um, And it's got a nice stiff brim. It says for the run on the side, but very meshy on the top. So it's not the same. It's not exact. It's not like foamy, like trucker material, but it's a little bit more robust than like uh, like a CLA type of hat. There's like like a mesh backer back here so that this keeps its shape. So boom, I like this one. I like the lightning in there, too. It shows how fast I am. <laughs> uh, we got a sticker for the run. Nice. Oh, what's this? This feels very nice. Ooh, this is, Oh, this is really good, guys. So for the run. Run with heart. And then look at this stuff, the detailing on the bottom here. For the run built for flying runners community. And then on the back, you got the heart, the run far don't die lightning bolt and then a track. I don't know if that's what the lightning bolt is called, but that's what I'm gonna call it. And then this material is nice. Stretchy on the front and then ventilated, really well ventilated on the back. The ventilation starts, yeah, on the back, just like in the back trail. And then it's this shinier stuff on the front or the smoother stuff on the front. But this is really nice. It's getting hot here too. It went from like um, long sleeves or maybe doubling up long sleeves to like singlet weather in like two days, it's crazy. And then these, we got some pants, two in ones. And then, you know, I like it when pants have holes and like the laser cut holes or whatever. I don't know if these are actually laser cut. I can't always call them laser cut, but like this mesh stuff, you could see it, right? See the holes in there? Hmm. Nice, uh, very comfortable liner on the inside some meshy parts for the more sensitive stuff. And then a, a huge back pocket, look at that, it's gigantic. This is one of the biggest back pockets I've ever seen. And then side pockets that zip. And then, ooh, and then drop-in pockets on the uh, two-in-one. So I I don't always wear two-in-ones, oh, okay. and there's two. But when I do, It's they got to have the I like the drop in pocket on the inner liner, the long liner, because then it's kind of like if you put have a pant like this with this kind of pocket and put something heavier in there, like a gel or a phone, it's going to flop around too much. So you can put it on the inner pocket and then you can use these to for like regular daily wear, you know. So this goes from like the run to daily life. Really nice. And like it's all vented on the back. This is nice. I like this combination. These this is really nice, guys. So that's it. Nice stuff from further on. Eric Bradge wants said, "No, does it hold a 13 inch tap? No, just just barely not, just barely not. But um, yeah. Mm, someone said something about mm, where'd it go here? Oh. <laughs> Uh Mark Peters, you guys were talking about SOAR stuff. He said, I got a SOAR email. They have some new shorts that cost 175 bucks. I, I don't think I got I don't think I got that email. And then where, there there's something else about Soar. that was in here. Someone got something from SOAR a long time ago. Where'd it go? Mm. For the runs here. He says you can maybe fit a Chromebook in there. In the back pocket it's a big one I think you put in what is the what is the big Samsung tablet phone ones what is that the they call them ultra is that what they call them I don't know they're big that you could I think you could even fit that in there that is a big back pocket Um, where is the other sore um, thing that someone said they said that they had gotten oh here we go it was for Mika. Oh, it was on. It was on. Mika says, evening on. I had a mystery package waiting at home for me today. Found out it was some on shorts I've ordered almost four months ago and have since completely forgotten. That's wild. Four months, that's a long time. And it's a lot of time. It's, it's long enough time to completely forget about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, That's so funny. Did you like them? Did you keep them or did you return them? I don't know. Um. Yeah, that's wild Yoizen wants to know Are you still doing easy runs in zone 2 or math? Easy runs, yes Yes. Alright, the Note Daniel Suvi's says the Note That's right, the Samsung Note I think this could fit a Samsung Note Yeah, I think so I think it could You know, I think you could probably fit a Jimmy John sandwich In the back there not that I would try that, <laughs> but I think that's about what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, and World Tours is here. It says, nice collections background. Oh, thank you. This is nice right here, too. Where is that? Like a lot, like a resort in the woods. It's nice. Um. And Naran Chandra wants to know what is your ratio for Boston Race Day? I have it selected. I know what it is. But it's gonna be a surprise. I will make a reel about it. It'll come out Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, I think, is when I'll put it out. So and I'll have my race kit and everything, so it'll all be out there. Mm. Mr. E says Running shorts are shorter than my boxers. Not a fan. You know what? I think that like right now is great because you can get running. A lot of companies are making running shorts and like five inch seems to be the most common length, which I'm a big fan of five inch. But we're starting to see more come back in seven inch and nine inch. You know who makes a lot of seven inch and nine inch running shorts, which I never really liked. But if you're into that space and you want those, um, Corsa. Corsa is a brand I used to work with a little bit. Um, They're owned by the same family, I think, that owns Roadrunner Sports. I don't know if the companies are, in fact, like, related, other than the fact that they have common ownership. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that, like, one is a subsidiary. I don't know how they're exactly related, but um, Corsa, you'll see it all over. I think the only place you can get it is at the Roadrunner Sports websites and in the stores. But they make a lot of seven inch running shorts. like I don't know anyone else that carries as many kinds of seven inch running shorts as they do Albert says pocket sandwiches are my favorite second to pocket dogs. You know I've ever had a pocket sandwich That's the thing I like about trail running is there's a lot more focus on eating like in in Mar- like I was listening to interview with Danny Moreno road of the trials podcast matt Chidham has like a series like a group of people he's he's like following and uh danny moreno was talking who's, who's a, primarily a sub ultra trail runner she is running the boston marathon and she's been talking about her training and how she's getting ready and she's like the big thing that's different is like you, know, you have to the speed that you're running at you can't have like solid food and i like to eat solid food when i'm running so she's like that's been an adjustment for me so um yeah but that's what i like about trail running is that like it's like run a little bit eat a little bit taking some nice views power hike up the uphills. you know it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. daniel burton wants to know how many shoes do i have Uh, I don't know. There's three on each of these shelves and there's three, five shelves. So this 15 times three is 45. Is that right? Wait, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five times three is 15, 15 times, no, two. So it's 30 on there. And then, um, probably got at least that many, if not more up in the closet upstairs. So I don't know. Like maybe there's like eighty shoes in the house right now, maybe seventy. Mm, I don't know. Lu Klein wants to know Corsa. It's spelled K O R S A. Sorry, I should have, I should have spelled spelled that better. Eliza says yes. When I hit the trails, I love to bring PB and J uncrustables with me. That sounds delicious. I really like that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny um when my my my, my daughter is in like a gymnastics class and so i usually ask her and we have to go from like i mean with, with track right now she has to go from like track practice right to gymnastics so it's like a double day for her and i usually bring dinner in the car and i normally get her jimmy john sandwiches and today i was like you want another jimmy john sandwich she's like can you make me a grilled cheese sandwich so yeah i think that like i don't know if i think our I've never brought food food for a trail run before, actually. I brought, like, waffles. You know, that's, like, the closest thing. And maybe some granola bars. Like, I've done that. Um, but, you know, my longest run was a 50K. So, like, I didn't... And it was a race. So, like, I didn't really eat food food. But I think... I, I don't know. What would I bring if I bring food food? I don't know. The sound of a quesadilla sounds nice. I just feel like can we t- make a giant quesadilla and wrap other food inside the quesadilla and I'll eat that. I want to use a quesadilla as a burrito wrap. You know what I mean? As a tortilla. And I want to eat food that way. Just shove a bunch of other food inside the food. That's what I want to eat. I'm really hungry. I didn't eat lunch yet today, guys. So <laughs> I'm really <pretty> hungry. i <laughs> we went on a really long tangent about food I'd like to eat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Shannon says, "Co, when you did the 50K, you did not have the power hiker hill mentality. You definitely had Roadrunner written all over you. Yeah, I ran that one way way wrong. I was thinking about maybe doing that one again because uh, I did accidentally cut the course that time too. So uh, I don't know. Um, I thought about it. But there's another one in Iowa that I was looking at that might be that might work out for my schedule um i'll make a decision after after boston and if i do i'll let you guys know because then maybe we can all hang out at that one if you guys want to come to the middle of iowa if that's a bit feasible for any of you guys i i was easy ish for me because then i can like convince the family hey let's just spend a week at grandma's house and then i'll duck out for like a day you know Adam says, trail running is not the same as ultra running, and I'm dying on that hill. Mm, I think that can be true. I mean, that's why I feel like they like are going with the term subultra running, you know? I think that's why. Roberto Lafarga says, have you tried the Vaporfly 3? I did not enjoy the ride and returned them. Oh, that's interesting. I have not tried them yet. I probably won't try them for a little while. So, um, but I'm hearing mixed things. Some people absolutely love them, and then like you, Roberto didn't like them. Uh, Ed Bud, I had him on the live stream a little while ago. He didn't love them. He thought they were good, but I think I'm not, I don't think he said they were bad. I just think that he didn't think that they were like a huge upge- upgrade. I don't know. Eric Vodger wants to know if I've ever done a Tough Mudder. I'm not. Um, the, for So for a long time, we lived in the city and didn't have a car. And so like, I didn't know how I would get to the Tough Mudder and back. I didn't want to like, cause I would have to borrow a car. And I'm like, whether I did like zip car, like car share or like renting a car, like hurts. in either event, I don't want to return a car. I don't want to have to clean a car. You know what I mean? Like that, like I didn't understand, like the logistics didn't make sense to me. Now I I know now that like they hose you off or whatever afterwards. But even then, I'm like soaking wet. I I don't know. I just didn't seem like something I would do in a borrowed car, so I couldn't figure it out. Now, I guess we have a car. I don't know. I'm not, I don't. I don't know. What what event? What event is it? I thought I remember hearing about an event where like they have these like obstacle course races. And you don't, they don't tell you how, you don't know how long it's going to be until you get there. Right. So I feel like that might be fun just to add an element of like, who knows? I'm not sure. But I suppose they got to let you know at least a little bit. Is this going to be a one hour event or a four hour event? You know? All right, Mark. Mark Peters has it confirmed that it, it is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. So maybe that's why she wanted a grilled cheese sandwich. I don't know. Interesting. Mm. Samson said also didn't like the va- did not like the Vaporfly three at all. Interesting. Hmm. Mm. And go running. will ever no- wants to know: Does Kafuzi believe in superfoods? Yeah, um I don't know what superfood means to be honest with you. So like in that sense, I don't believe in them cuz I don't really understand what that does. So I don't know. I mean, I I generally I I you know, I like um even though I'm mostly vegetarian, I like Michael Pollan's uh take on um diet. Or like what you eat, which is, I'll paraphrase and I'll butcher the quote, but it's like, eat a variety of things, mostly plants. It's kind of what he says. And that's kind of how I like to live. I mean, there's other nuances that you could add to that. I like to eat things that are in season. I like to eat things that are local. Um, I'm really looking forward to tomatoes coming back. I mean, I still do get like hot, you know, like, you know, like greenhouse grown little cherry tomatoes through the winter. But, like, in the summer, I just eat, like, tomato sandwiches all day. I'll have, like, I just have them as a snack. Toast up some bread. Oh, God, I'm so hungry, guys. Toast some bread, get some slices of tomato, a lot of fresh cracked salt on it, mayonnaise, and a couple slices, a slice or two of cheese. That's just a really nice sandwich. A little bit of yellow mustard. I really enjoy those. I could go for one of those right now. So I like (laughs) seasonal. that are seasonal. Oh, man. Adam says, "If you're racing in Iowa, you got to do the Bix, the Seven Mile Quad Cities, uh, late July." Ooh, that's a good point. That's one that I always. That's another one where the schedule doesn't work out for me. I've been wanting to do that race for a while. And Cosmic Pineapple, Michael says, he goes, "Eat food, not too much, mostly plants." Oh, there we. That's it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Daz Darren says, 99 says, for him, the jury's still out for me on the Vaporfly 3-2. Took them for a first run today. I don't think they're much different than the twos. And your friend 3 still might be my um, carbon shoe of choice. Nice. Mm. All right, Super ingit also had it. Eat food, not too much, mostly plant. All right, I'll, I'll, hopefully I can remember it. Eat food, not too much. Because that means something different than what I said. I said eat a variety of food. Mostly plants, but eat food. Not too much. Mostly plants. There we go. That was a really good book. Was it called In Defense of Food? Yeah. Danny Burns says, you better go eat. Yeah, I'm, I might have to end the stream a little early today so I can eat. You know, I got distracted when I got home because uh, I started making a reel and then all of a sudden it was like, I was almost done with it and I was like, all right, let's just finish this. And then my alarm went off for me to come downstairs and I was like, oh, I didn't i didn't remember to eat before you know mark peterson says we used to joke that my uncle would eat a ketchup sandwich because everything else was too spicy let's say the iowa minnesota border that sounds about right you know what my my younger daughter is exactly like my wife they're like little carbon copies of each other it's so funny it's very cute and um you know um my older daughter loves ketchup and then my younger daughter does not like ketchup she's not like a plain everything kind of kid but like she just doesn't like to put ketchup on like everything like i do and like uh my daughter does my older daughter does and i think she was explaining it one time to someone she was like like to an adult she's like yeah my sister likes ketchup but i don't really like to have ketchup that much because you know sometimes ketchup is very spicy and i don't really like things that are very spicy she said it just like that. Um, so it's just so funny. And then I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, goodness. Thank goodness my mom wasn't here to hear that. She would have been very disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joku says, I really enjoy watching your, post, your past marathon footage and analysis of past races. Great job. Boston will be a bummer if you're not able to. Hope you can. Yeah, I think that I'll bring a camera. I'm leaning towards not bringing the stick, though. The camera is not necessarily against the rules; the stick is. So I think that's kind of where I'm at, you know. Jo- Josie Nguyen says, mm, "Ketchup chips." Here, here's the thing: I don't, I don't like ketchup chips. I I just think it's a very strange. I'd rather have a barbecue sauce chip, like a barbecue chip, rather than. Um, a ketchup ship. Speaking of barbecue sauce, here's the thing. So, this track meet that we went to, it was like 40 minute drive home and um, there's a McDonald's like really close by. Also, there's a gun range like within like a couple hundred feet of this high school that this thing was at. Which, I'm like, there isn't like a law against that? But then I'm like, oh, well, that, that county it's probably a feature. But anyway, So it's like goes high school gun range McDonald's. And then so we're at this McDonald's and my daughter wants um, chicken nuggets and she normally likes her chicken nuggets with ketchup. And I'm like, they're not going to give you enough ketchup for what you want. Just so you know, do you want me to order you a sauce? And she says, I would like the tangy barbecue sauce. Whenever she says barbecue sauce at McDonald's, she never just says barbecue sauce. She says tangy barbecue. Because that's what it's. If you look at the label, it says tangy BBQ. She always says tangy BBQ sauce. Like she won't just say barbecue. She always says the tangy part. When, with other barbecue sauces, she doesn't say bar- that tangy. She just says barbecue sauce. But with that one, she says tangy. It's weird. I don't know. Eric Rash says, you know what? I grew up near the Iowa-Minnesota border, and I love Spice. It's not everyone. My brother-in-law um, grew up in, uh, I, you know, I don't know where he grew up. Where's Fort Dodge? Did he grow up there, though? I'm not sure. He lived there for a long time. I don't remember. That's not near the Minnesota border. But he goes up to Minnesota all the time, and he's a Vikings fan. So I'm going to say that's kind of the same. He loves to eat spicy stuff. One time he came to Chicago to visit and he was like, I want to try like weird stuff. And I was like, okay. We, so we, everyone, we took everybody like 15 people to a Japanese restaurant. And he's like, I'm going to order the a la carte sushi. I'm like, I think that you're going to have a fun time with that. And he ordered a bunch of stuff. And then he got to the octopus and he was like, this was a little bit too far outside my comfort zone. Uh, i I thought that was i'm like you ate weirder stuff than this octopus i'm surprised that you stopped at the octopus he's like what did i eat that was weirder i'm like i i did you like it as long as you liked it i won't tell you (laughs) but he likes spicy stuff so it's not everybody but um yes i think here's the thing i think that kids think that confuse sour and spicy sometimes and i think that ketchup does have vinegar in it and so like i think that like I wish, like for a day, I could taste food like the way kids taste it, because I just feel like they will love to eat stuff like sour patch, like the sour patch kids or warheads that are like super super sour. But like, like something like broccoli, it's like super bitter to them, and like they can't eat it at all. And then like carrots, which I think are a relatively sweet vegetable, like they just think tastes like they're eating wood, you know. So I'm like, what, what, what do they take? I would love to be able to like experience like a meal like a child does I think that'd be kind of funny mm-hmm. <laughs> eric says oh the dirty dodge you know it because it's north central iowa okay there we go <laughs> uh and joe uh, we'll and on this one joe guhit says do you have a specific pre or post race meal or routines um no not really i usually like to um, I kind of do the same thing that I eat for my long runs. I try to do that for beforehand. So like, usually like if I get some sort of oatmeal, that's not oatmeal, like an oatmeal cookie or an oatmeal granola bar or something along those lines. I like that. Like granola, granola bars. I kind of like, um, if I could have, if there's enough time, if, what the heck is happening? Sorry, my watch has started talking. to Um, if I could get like, um, eggs and toast, that'd kind of be my favorite if there's enough time for that so i kind of like to eat that before after a meal it depends something like lately my stomach has been real unsettled after a meal after races so like i'm like give me like a beer and then some time but like um i if i'm if i'm in the mood if i'm like my stomach is agreeing i will usually want something um salty fatty and preferably crispy so like french fries or chips or something like that pizza also works yeah. so that's kind of what i'm into after a race so hopefully I'll be in the mood for all that stuff afterwards. All right. That's going to be a good place to end it for today. Tomorrow I'll have another live stream. And then I think tomorrow's going to be, I wasn't sure if I should do the cloud surfer video tomorrow or kind of like my taper workout, Boston type of content. I feel like that should go out on Thursday before everyone leaves. For Boston for the week, so we'll do that tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully that'll be done by tomorrow, and then we'll do another live stream same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully, I'll see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.